today on Channel Massive Today. Toy Story 3. Does the video game follow in the footsteps of other craptacular movie franchise games? Or will it leave you with a buzz? Lightyear, that is. I will say this, if I have to hear you've got a friend in me one more time, I'm going to stab my eardrums out. All of this and more on Channel Massive Today. Well, no one told me about her, the way she lied. Well, no one told me about Hello, and thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. The date is July 14th, 2010. My name is Jason. If you want to jump in and rap about the show or have a topic that you want to talk about, the email is mail at channelmassive.com. If you're of the tweeting persuasion, you can follow us there at twitter.com slash channelmassive. We're on Facebook. Also, feel free to leave a comment on the website if you wish. In today's show, I'm going to review Toy Story 3. There's some MMO news that I'm going to get to and more. So let's get on with it. Well, last week, during the great uh, Blizzard Real ID Battle.net forum debacle of OT10, I don't, well, I don't even know if you could, can you say OT10? Does that make any sense? When, when it gets to, like, 10, do you not uh, just stop saying OT, I guess? It's not OT10. It'd be like OT9, but not OT10, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> just a little side tangent there. Something to think about. Um, the ESRB received quite a few uh, letters and and emails about uh, players' concerns uh, on on Blizzard's decision uh, to include uh, real names in their forums. And um, the ESRB responded uh, to them. Unfortunately, they decided to send this email out, and they did not blind carbon copy like the good little boys and girls that they should have. So in a really bitter, ironic twist to all this is that the ESRB exposed like over about a thousand email addresses <laughs> of all the people that had wrote into them. Uh, pretty brutal. The ESRB has issued an apology, apology about this. They said, Yesterday we sent an email to a number of consumers who wrote to us in recent days expressing their concern with respect to Blizzard's Real ID program. Given the large number of messages we received, we decided to respond with a mass email so those who had written us would receive our response as quickly as possible rather than responding to each message individually as is our usual practice. Though an unfortunate error by one of our employees, some recipients were able to see the email addresses of others who wrote on the same issue. Needless to say, it was never our intention to reveal this information, and for that we were genuinely sorry. Those who write the ESRB to express their views expect and deserve to have their contact and personal information protected. In this case, we failed to do so and are doing everything we can to ensure that will not happen again in the future. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Uh, Whoops, our bad, our bad, y'all sent in 
concerns about your privacy, and we just screwed it all up for you. Good job, ESRB. Anyway, just uh, just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, very, very ironic. I feel a I feel another Alanis Morissette song coming on. Alright, I'm going to give a little love to some local boys here in Denver. Uh, Scott Martins, who is the former head of SOE Denver, and some other veterans from SOE have opened up Dire Wolf Digital Game Studio, which is a new developer who specializes in online trading card games. Uh, they're based out here in Denver. They're currently working on a online trading card game based on an up-and-coming MMO. I'm not sure which one that is. I'm going to see if I can try to get a hold of these guys and pry a little bit more information out of them. Uh, it's in the pre-production stage, and they also have some other social and strategy game projects that are due out in 2011. Uh, these guys have worked on other collectible card games for online games like uh, the Lord of the Rings Online trading card game, uh, Stargate, uh, they've worked on the Legends of Norath uh, card game as well. And I think they also did work on Star Wars Galaxies and Free Realms, the uh, card games that are included uh, with those MMORPGs. Uh, so, I mean, they look like they have a good thing going. They think that there's uh, a market to be had here, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where they go with this. I'm going to see if I can uh, get a hold of one of these guys and see if we can get some insider info for you. Also a very, very interesting piece of news coming out of EVE Online. Uh, EVE Online has this uh, thing called Plex, for those of you who are uh, unfamiliar with the game. What Plex is, is it's a in-game item that you purchase um, and what it does is it just extends your game time by 30 days when, it, when you activate this particular item. Uh, you could buy it for real money. You get them in-game. Up to this point, what ends up happening is, is that you, you have this uh, Plex extension in your, uh, at the station where you purchased it at. And you could never move this particular item from your... Uh, from your station that you purchased it at to another location. It just stayed there, and then once activated, that, that was that. That was the end of that. You could trade it. You could use it as, like, a currency, uh, almost. But beyond that, it, it wasn't movable. You really couldn't do, you know, a whole lot with it. Well, now, what's going on is, is that they are removing some of these restrictions from Plex. They're making... Uh, this particular item, just like any other item out there in-game. Um, what that does now is that it basically leaves you wide open uh, to get your ship blown up and have your 30 days of subscription taken from you. And and this is confirmed right here. And, and this change has gone in as of yesterday, um, as far as I know. Yeah, it says yeah, July 13th. Um, so, if you blow up in a ship that happens to be carrying this Plex pilot extension, it may drop it as loot, or it may be destroyed in the resulting explosion. 
just like any other item that you might happen to be carrying in your cargo hold at the time. And the refund policies for this apparently are not going to be any different than any other item. So if you lose uh, your 30-day subscription as a result of this, uh, tough cookies. <laughs> and there was a little note here from uh, CCP Zulu who made the announcement. He said, maybe we're a little crazy, yes, but we truly think the benefits outweigh the risks here. One of them is to combat the perception that Plex is a more valuable item than others in the game, which, of course, it isn't. Anyone who has lost a Titan, Carrier, etc. knows this full well. Among the risks, of course, is that people will start losing Plex en masse and cancel their subscriptions. We will be monitoring that extremely closely as well as other aspects of Plex trade usage patterns. Remember, we're not forcing anyone to undock with Plex. In fact, we're making things a little bit safer if people choose to use the option by allowing redeeming of Plex to all stations instead of just NPC stations. The choice and risk is always at the discretion of the player, just like it should be. So this could like create like a whole new market in EVE Online for, for Plex piracy. You know, something like that. So yeah, if you want some free game time... Go hunting down people who carry Plex in their cargo hold, and and uh, see what happens. And if you decide to leave your space station with with that Plex in your cargo hold, well, you're just like playing Russian roulette, aren't you? I, I think this is this will add like a very interesting interesting mechanic to the game that I don't I I don't think any other game has anything like this. This is like real life. This could be like real life piracy inside of a game. I think this is awesome. I I, I look forward to hearing lots of stories about what happens as a result of this. Well, if you have a kid like me... um, that kid is probably obsessed with Toy Story 3 right now. Uh, my son has just an undying devotion to everything Toy Story right now. It is his obsession. Just horribly obsessed with it. And one day, he was watching a cartoon. And during this cartoon, a commercial came on for the Toy Story 3 video game. And he runs up to me, and he's like super excited he's like oh my god he's like i want to play toy story 3 game daddy i want to play toy story 3 <laughs> and i was just like uh you know i at first i just kind of like you know blew him off i was like no 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 we don't need to get a you know we don't need to get a game it's okay and then i thought to myself you know what what the hell you know he loves toy story I like video games. Maybe this will be a unique opportunity for for me and him to kind of mess around and and kind of play a video game together. Of course, he's not he's well, he's pretty close to being 4. So he doesn't really know how to play the games yet, but he still has fun just sitting there and watching you play games. And when I went and picked up my new Xbox 360 Slim, I also picked up a copy of Toy Story 3. Uh, to see what it was like, and and I knew that he would just be totally jazzed about it. So, um, honestly, what started out as uh, just a 
you know, me thinking that this would be kind of a fun thing uh, for me to do with my son on occasion, um, it actually turned out to be a pretty decent game. And I ended up playing pretty much all the way through it. Um, and hence the reason for my review today. Uh, the graphics and sounds, uh, the developers did a really, really good job of capturing the look and feel of Toy Story. All the characters are perfectly rendered. The environments were well done. There wasn't a level or area that felt out of place. They, they always, they keep you inside of that Toy Story world there, and they, and they keep a, a tight lock on it. Uh, this game is mainly a platformer with some rail on the rails shooter moments kind of mixed in as well. You're able to play Woody, Buzz Lightyear, or Jesse. Uh, Woody can they they all have their own special abilities that they're able to take advantage of. Woody, for instance, can use his pull string uh, to swing across uh, certain areas, kind of like you know using like a, a rope almost. Uh, Buzz can use his strength to fling other characters uh, across longer distances. And Jesse can balance on small little platforms uh, that the other characters aren't able to get to. And certain levels require that you switch between all three of those characters in order to clear the levels out. Uh, there are two main modes. Uh, one is story mode, the other is toy box mode. Story mode... Uh, kind of follows a loose, um, the, the, well, I, yeah, I would say it's like a loose representation of what, what the movie is all about. So, if you have not seen Toy Story 3 and you're still looking forward to going to see Toy Story 3, I would recommend watching the movie first. And then if you want to buy the game afterwards, go ahead and do that. Because there are a couple little spoilers there are a couple... I mean, they don't totally... They, some of the things in the game wouldn't to, totally spoil parts of the movie for you, but there are a couple of little things there. So if you don't want to know what the whole plot of the movie is, I recommend going to the movie first. If you want to buy the game after that, buy the game. Uh, that way you're not, you know, you're not spoiling anything for yourself as far as the movie is concerned. Uh, story mode... Story mode's a little bit too short for my taste it takes you through eight different levels um and those levels can range anywhere from uh kind of like jumping puzzles almost uh to um you know like on the rail shoot 'em up kind of deal uh those are pretty fun all those levels are done extremely well uh they they do capture some of the the feel of the movie and some of the scenarios that you you know you'd be familiar with if you had seen the movie before, um, some levels obviously are way better than others. You know, in fact, unfortunately, the very first level I thought was not very well done at all. But as the game progresses, you get some really just fun stuff out of there. You actually get to play the uh, Buzz Lightyear game that the uh, Toy Rex. Uh, was so obsessed with with playing in the second movie, uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, and then there's also some other levels there which require you to play all three of those characters in order to get through particular levels. And in fact, those particular levels are the best ones out of them all, in my opinion. And I kind of wish they would have taken it a little bit further 
kind of like what they do with the Lego games where each one of those Lego characters has kind of like a special ability and only through a combination of, um, you know, using certain characters' abilities are you able to get through certain parts of the levels that you, uh, that you need to get to. Um, and I kind of wish they would have included other characters like Slink, you know, the, the Slinky Dog or T-Rex and, um, Ham, uh, Mr. Potato Head. I kind of wish they would have had like more characters for you to play with as opposed to just sticking with the main three, um, as playable characters. Uh, Toy Box Mode is like an open world, uh, area where, and actually that's kind of where you're going to be spending most of your time is in, in this toy box mode. Toy box mode, you can create and customize areas with, uh, with buildings. You're able to buy new toy buildings and place them. And then those give you certain, opens up certain other mini games in itself. Um, one particular mode, uh, you can when you purchase some of these mini race cars, you can go to a track and, and run races around a track and collect all sorts of stuff there. Do all sorts of crazy tricks in your car. Uh, there's also you can also purchase um, like Zerg Spaceport, and when you purchase Zerg Spaceport, it'll open up a whole new uh, game for you in itself right there, and. You know, and you collect coins and things like that, and the more coins you collect, the more toys you're able to purchase, and and the more fun you can have. Um, just yeah, just I I really don't have a whole lot of complaints about this game at all. It's it's you know it's not very difficult. Um, you're not going to run into you know any major challenges in there because it's geared towards children. Uh, and and that's the way it should be. But th- that's not to say that the game isn't fun for adults as well. It's just you know if you're looking for like you know a hardcore gaming challenge, you're not going to find it in this particular type of game because that's just how it is. It's not made for adults. It's made for children. Um, I think one of the major complaints I have about it is that yeah, you can't play with uh, any other character besides Woody, Buzz, or Jesse. I kind of wish they would have included uh, some more characters there. I also wish they would have expanded the 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 main story a little bit and and kind of focused a little bit more on the story mode as opposed to the toy box mode. Not saying that toy box mode isn't you know isn't fun in itself, but the story mode you know I, I think they could, probably could have spent a little bit more time on there as well. Um, as far as you know, a, a score. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd give it a fairly high score for a game. I, I, I'd score it like an eight out of ten, at least. Um, it, it's very well done, very well polished. Um, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. If if you're a fan of the Toy Story games, uh, it's you know it, this is perfect for you. And plus, it's just one of the better video game based off of a movie uh, games that I've seen come out in a long time. Um, and trust me, there's a lot of crap out there, uh, that you'd have to sort through and sift through in order to get a game like this kind of quality when it comes to, uh, movie franchise video games are concerned. So there you go. Those are my thoughts on Toy Story 3. I say go out and get it. Um, if you want to participate in next show, which should be tomorrow, 
barring any other unforeseen emergencies that I had yesterday, um, which I'm not going to get into, but uh, you can always email me at mail at channelmassive.com. Uh, the Twitter feed, as always, twitter.com slash channelmassive. Leave a comment on the website. We will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. I will talk about... Uh, I'll get a little bit more into the competitive gaming debate that I had with Mark and Noah on uh, the weekly show last week. Um, I'm also going to talk a little bit about some more MMO news that I have for you and, and some other things as well. Have a good one. We'll see you then.